welcome to the old and the new podcast. I'm Mick McGraw. Gibbo. Yep. Mick. Got a special guest on today. Yeah. All eyes. <laughs> All reporter. The main man. The main man, yeah, as people say. Bernie Holmes, right, Ben? Right, Mick. Ben. Gib, you alright? Alright. Good to have you on, mate. Welcome. Uh, we'll start on the few we had last week. We'll get Bernie to do a few reports as we're going. Yeah. With yeah. us, and then. Have a load of questions because Ben, you've seen more games than anyone. Yeah. So hopefully you've got some answers for us. It's only best. Prepped you a little bit. Well, we'll start with the West Cheshire. Let's Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. Did you not have a game? Yeah, we did. We had a game last Tuesday. No game on the Saturday. Called off. Um, Laird was off as well, wasn't it? Laird was off. Um, so you went to Presswich Tuesday night. Yeah, I took you. Copy three one. Um, thought we were good for thirty five minutes on top, and then we just made another individual error. Hayden, like puts the centre forward through one nil, and we just imploded again. Lads fucking give up. Wasn't good enough. Copy three one in the end. The only positive pair he scored a decent free kick. I'll be honest, I obviously come, I got really wound up. If we'd have done this podcast last week, I would have absolutely murdered you lads. But because of what's happened the week after. Yeah, well, we'll come to that later. Yeah, so go on then. On a day which saw the West Cheshire League fixture programme decimated due to recent adverse weather conditions, only seven games from a scheduled 22 managed to get underway. A single Division 1 fixture came on the starters' orders as a title. Contenders major all duly took advantage and aspired goals from at Liam Driscoll Hatch. Here we go. You there? Yeah. Alright, so read the report and you tell us, yeah. Major all six tells me a poor town nil. Huge game for us after a recent run of league draws and the lads didn't let us down. First 45 was the best half we put together for a while with every single player at it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing because Mick's shaking his head, so let's see what he's got to say in a minute. <laughs> the work rate of football we played was top draw, and Paul couldn't lay a glove on us. Goals from two from Liam Driscoll, two from Jabba, one from Sab had the game won by half time. Only one more goal followed in the second half of Liam Driscoll completing his attic. Final score 6 0. Only downside was a red card for both teams with five minutes left for handbags, which was ex- extremely harsh to say the least. Man of the match, Sabu. Could have been any of the front three, to be honest. All the best to Mick, Gibbo and Bernie, the podcast, and the match report is superb. Well, thank you. Yeah. You had that game, man? Did you no, go? I wasn't there. No. Then. I'm going to disagree. Obviously, the Royal played well, so I'm not going to say they never. But they're the worst team I've ever seen. They're not even the West Cheshire 2 side. They were awful. They were awful. Are they, are they young? No, I don't even want that. I don't know what they are. <laughs> but seriously, do you know what? They had two lads left playing for them. Jack Wood and the lad who come off the bench. And they just kept rolling the ball out from the goalkeeper. And they just, no credit to the Royal, obviously. They just kept taking the ball off them. Are they, are they bottom idea of that league? Yeah. yeah. Them and Ainsley Villa. But, oh, they were so bad. You know what I agree, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I, I don't think that's the best the Royal played. Because after 20 minutes, I mean, they hit the post after like 30 seconds or the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you've had your run of games that 
results. And that's what we've already spoke about this. They were drawing with the best of teams in the yeah. league. So it's not as if like they're not playing well. They, they drew against teams who were in around them, so yeah. even though they used to winning it, they they still Alright, what about Subuman of the match? I don't see that. Especially when you're sent off. Well oh, he got sent off as well. He got sent off and got back. I, I, I didn't see I like, do you know what? What done me I didn't like was it got too easy for the Royal. So like the Royal went like really tight sign. So I just got off in the end. What did he get sent off for? Fine. They so had a, a, a wrestle a wrestle it was, but apparently I, I had a take of him on Sunday and I was giving him shit. How can you get man a match with a man Driscoll? Mm. He scored that trick. You've been sent off and you got man of the match and he just kept saying because it was the best player on the pitch. <laughs> but Apparently it was just a, it weren't even a real wrestle, it was just like grabbing each other. It's a daft sending off though, isn't it? Because yeah. it's a big player for the mini sub, so Okay. That was the only game in Division 1 last week. That was the only report we got from last week because it was decimated, weren't it? Um, Division 2, Liverpool and Remica moved to four points of leaders many on the sunny phase of goals from Ewan McAvitt. James Hughes and Len Wheel were supplemented by singles from Jamie Alty, John Graham, and an 8 0 decision over South Sefton Borough. Bottom Club Raynell Town Reserve received a much needed boost after they recorded their second win of the season. Goals from Dave Kelly 2, Chris Sheehan, Ben Don Levy anchored them to a 4 2 win over Cheshire Lions, who rallied via Leon Williams and Mark Baines. The bowl first round. So Hull's Mossley Reserve progressed to a second round confrontation with Rainford United after they overcome Marshall's Reserve's 2-1 goals from Owen Hickam and Mo Kazia, who had Adam Hurst on target. Goals were in abundance in Division 3 and despite a four-goal blast from Uncorn Sports, Reserve's Ryan Basley and an, and an effort from Ryan Bennell it's a visitor's head reserves who bagged the three points via a 6-5 scoreline. Nathan Johnson 2, James Steele, Callum France, Sam Sutton Jeffs and Travis O'Brien. Mickey O'Brien scouts on that. Mickey O'Brien, she's a black bear, isn't that? Oh yeah, is it? Scouts. Used to take it in. That's his that's his uh grandson, that's fair boy. A goal from Reese Consfield failed to prevent Eightyville Reserve from going down 3 1. A turn to Bilt Reserve, she would have elevated to third in the table. Sal Jabby, Manandu, and the Lewis Donnelly, too. It's hard, isn't it? Maisie Harp saved a 3 1 result over Groves, who had Jack's sales in reply. All out of town games, aren't we? Because we got murdered around here. That weather. Yeah, a lot got called off, didn't it? <coughs> oh, sh- so not on weekend really, is that it? That, that's what it was, that's what it was, that's what it was, that's what it was, it wasn't even a youth game, no? So Sunday last week, goes only four matches were possible this week in the Hansbergenhead Sunday Association Football League. As we hit week 18 of a 36 week season, we are halfway, no doubt there will be a two-week extension and hopefully that could be enough to finish the season fully, including all cups from national, county, district and domestic. That is something that has not happened in the past two seasons. The four games that were played last Sunday all had plenty of goals and great action. Rivercare FC secured their place in the second round of the wonderful Veronica Conway Premier Cup by sinking Beechwood FC 5-4 on penalties after the sides finished 2 all. 
in normal time. I was up there. I watched it. Do you know what? Fair play, both teams are good. Obviously, watch Liverpool again yesterday, what we'll talk later, but Beachwood are good, you know. They're a good team. They're like a mess, aren't they? They are, but I think what he's done now, Robbo, he's got himself a, a squad that are turning up for him week in, week out, who have got, got a bit of the buzz for it. He's got some good lads, like, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, so. Well, I think. Rivercourt, see this is when it's over a week ago, I think Rivercourt took, took the lead, yeah he did, it was a Berkey, free kick, Jamie Kelly, I was made up with Jamie since he came in, but Jamie just stands behind as well, can't see, no. Berkey just puts it to keep aside, and the equaliser from Fenton was a penalty, I think, and then young Fenton, honestly this great move from Beechwood, I mean, yeah, Beachwood, great move. He comes into Hazy and he lays it back to Fenton. He's on the corner, edge of the box. I'm not messing, he just posted stamp top corner. It was it was really, really good and he's a good kid, isn't he, Mike? You know, he's not a future. Maybe he keeps The equaliser. Oh my god. I just I wish you were there, Ben. He's told me it was a worldie, didn't you? No, not the equaliser. Oh. Fenton's was the worldie. Oh, the equaliser is horrendous. Oh, so, Rivercourt put a cross in. There's no Rivercourt player in the box, right? There's two of the defenders and the keeper. No one shouts, no one communicates. So, the defender at the back heads it, but his head is poor, so he heads it against the other defender's arse. It goes to goal. Jamie should have it. He like, catches it and throws it in. I don't know who's the goal go to, but that was the equaliser. Own goal. Own goal, yeah, but I don't know if it's the defenders or the keepers. And then it goes to Penns. And I tell you what, all the, all the big hitters missed. Mitch missed. Leo missed. Berkey missed. Fenton put his top in again. Post <laughs> stamp. And Brandon went and won it. But I'd say now Crossy didn't take one. I, I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> he texted me after the week before. Did he? Yeah. How many so shootouts have they lost? No, and we've caught on camera. There's oh, a few, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's at least three, isn't it? There was people video that they said they were going to send me it, but they didn't. All the goals were on, all the one were on Twitter. Like. Really? Yeah. But I just wanted it to go, keep going on, <laughs> so we had to take one. <laughs> <laughs> so it continues, they will join Corsair, the Dock, FC Bidston, Orderfloat, Lancelot, Neston and Queen's Park and Woodchurch Hotel in the half of the quarter-final draw. So that was the unlucky one, that's the only, because there's nine teams, that was the only early draw. A Ben Kearney hat-trick was enough for the Lukes to steer the way through to the last 16 of the David Tracy Memorial Cup after disposing Upton Town. Matty Beeman scoring for Upton Town, 3-1 finished. Neston Nomad surrendered a 2-0 lead of only 30 minutes remaining. Casey Smith bagged a double for Neston Nomads but poor decisions and missed chances cost them any hope of picking up any points but Corsair FC fought a great fight back to take the honours 3-2 after Kieran Cartwright, Brad Greer and Lewis Clark all claimed a goal each. Corsair FC narrowly missed out on automatic promotion last season but were invited to fill a void and help balance the divisions accepted the challenge and are really holding a more than expected position in the Premier Division. Action from Division 2 so basement club Prenton FC find their shooting boot after hitting Silver Athletic for nine. 
Luke Wynn led the way after bagging a four-goal haul with further strikes from Jackson McKeever, Tom Leyland, who notched the brace each, and a single from Tom Malloy. You were there, Ben? I was, yeah. I got a message off one of the um, Trenton lads to say they'd moved the game to the um, solar campus near the Astro pitch, mm -hmm. which, you know, fair play to both teams. Because went off, didn't went off. She did the uh, yeah, fair play. Went off, so I mean, I think Trenton are um, a bit behind in the goal, uh, the games that they played, so they were desperate to play. And, you know, fair play to Silver, they could have easily just said no, but they, they got on with it. So I got down there, with all the games being called off as well, I thought, you know, they're both, I think, Silver were bottom. I'm planting the second bottom. We'll give one of them teams a chance to get on it. And for about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, Silver, they had a go. They had a few shots on goal, but as soon as the first one went in, that was it. It was just, I mean, I think from Silver went up by default last year, I think. I don't know whether I'm 100% on that. And it looks like they've still got that. The division team, you know what I mean? We're doing the second, and that second is a strong division now, isn't it? You know? Yeah, so if they've accepted to go up, you don't understand how no one expected to be how no. strong that second was going to be. It's, it's a really good league. Trenton look like they've got a few lads in, and they're a decent team. But, you know, as I say, Silver didn't help themselves. Well, I don't know what time, they were rocking up a 5 2, weren't they? What's that? Rocking up a 10 2 and 5 2. Well, that's it, yeah, so I'm, I'm near it, like. 22, which is early for me because I normally get there about 10 to. And oh, 10 minutes later, there's still only four players on the pitch for Silver. <laughs> but all the cones are out. But, the cones yeah, are out. But there's only four, four or five players. Where's all your team? You said you had the team out. But, you know, they all rocked up a couple of minutes later. The minute and a half warm up, and then the game was into it. <laughs> but as I say, they had to go for 20 minutes, and then as soon as the first one went in, and then the, the goals just flowed then, and then as I was looking at the goals back later on, I noticed that we had um, a hat stick. Sorry, I got four. Yeah. Win, and I was watching them, and I noticed he got the perfect hat stick. Really? Left foot, right foot header. Well done. Uh, some decent goals as well. Well, I mean the keeper didn't, you know, do himself. Do you know anything. what? It's good. He's talk a bit of stick on yeah, Twitter, hasn't yeah. he? It's good though that you can go and watch them them games in the second division and third divisions, isn't it? Yeah. Because they're still all as pawns as... Of course they yeah. are, yeah. And I want to give everyone a fair crack, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, because... Me first, you have, haven't Because you need them teams in the league, you don't want them folding, you want them something to, have, something to look forward to, don't you? Yeah, if any of you listening want Burns to come... Do you want to touch you up? Yeah, that's provided there's no bigger games on them. Yeah. <laughs> You're being updated. No, I don't want... I, I want to do that. My aim, my aim is, for this season, it's going to be tough, but I want to I get every team on a Sunday. Yeah, I bet. Well, they are, but it'll be I nice. Think, I mean, obviously, um, there's going to be times. You know, I mean, I've done the dock three or four times, you know, and that's because sometimes it is big I've had no choice but to do it because because of certain. I don't situations. know. You know what? I forgot about that. I was going to bring that up at the beginning. The fact that I've got two two scuffles against myself here because <laughs> you still bully me in the, in the little group we have. <laughs> it's just winners, aren't we? Mick says you deserve it. Don't get so many But that's that's Sunday, isn't it? It was last week, Paul, wasn't it? Rain, yeah. weather killed us. We go this week, better, better week. Where are you starting? Chester. Chester League. Chester League. Got a couple who've played, not this week, sitting here. We have. Oh, yeah, I'm going to read both of you off. So, the start of the Premier Division this week. 
It certainly hasn't got as we reach our mid-season break. And only eight points separate the top five teams, with leaders, leaders Unitor and second place Blaken taking a week off. It gave the others a chance to catch up on some points. The third place Wagon and also could only manage a draw against bottom of the table, Upton. Oh, that's a big one. Oh, it's a massive, massive drop points, that isn't it? Yeah. Chris Varney has a hat trick for Wagon and Horses with Adrian Field adding their fourth. Upton's goals came from Paddy Lally 2, Luke Charlton, and a Wagon own goal. Hooten went goal crazy in their 10 1 win over Hull Ranger. Goals from Lewis Freeland, Rowan Huggins, a brace for piece from Richie Freightman, Lloyd Iffel, Joe Wally, and Dan Cross. Golly report. 10 1. 10-1. That's a morning, on it? It is. Ian and lads, good win on Saturday for the Hoot. 10-1 against Hool. Hool started well and were very lively, but once we got ahead after five minutes, <laughs> started well. <laughs> we went from strength to strength, creating chances at will and knocking the ball around superbly. A brilliant performance from all involved. The goals coming from Lloydafell, Crossy, Joel Wally, Richie Freightman all getting two each and the 10th from Lewis Fearing. That doesn't make sense. They've all got two. Yeah, well that's on the line and the 10th from Lewis Fearing. It should be somebody else, shouldn't it? Two, three, four, getting two each. Anyway, a really good end to a good first half of the season. Plenty of improvement still to be made, but a solid start on to next year now and hopefully some more trophies to go to the pub. Have a good Christmas from all of the hoot. The fallen tree line across pitch one at Leavers could not stop High Bev Kelman and Hellsby Seconds getting their game underway with some hasty rearranging the game finally kicked off. Well, they were presented as a pitcher as well. Oh, they? Got a report as well. Might as well leave it out then because. Bernie on his debut reporting, yeah. Right, okay, which one's this, Skip, sorry? Kelman. Just Calma v Halsby. Yeah. Uh, thanks for that, Gib. Just like a, just like a book. Okay. <laughs> I think picked it right. Make knows that. Here we go. Calma five, Halsby seconds three. Important three points on the last game of 2021. It's pretty much summed up our calendar year. A wonderful start inside five minutes saw Calma take the lead from a Craig Hewlett corner which whistled past the keeper to mark his first goal for the club. The second followed shortly after with the nice strength and the nice strength from Andy Simpson who, had, who held off two defenders to roll Andy Noonan through one goal and he slotted it past the keeper. The third came on the 18th minute when a Sean Burgess free kick which was spilt by the goalkeeper and it landed at the feet of skipper Keith Lewis for the tapping. However, poor defending in the last 15 minutes saw the away side cut inside the penalty area and rifle alone to make it 3-1. Minutes later, a long ball wasn't dealt with and the Calma goalkeeper brought down the Hellsby forward to give the away side a great opportunity to close the deficit before half-time. Despite the keeper tipping the ball onto the post, Hellsby score and start to look at that. Second half, Calma started strong again which saw them capitalised on another free kick at the edge of the box. Craig Hewlett floated in the ball, which was headed on by Andy Simpson to make it 4-2 to Calmer. Another long ball from the opponents with final forwards feet, who took it past 
the onrushing camera centre off and finished it nicely into the top corner to put the pressure on the home side once again. Five minutes later, persistent fouls from the Hellsby winger saw the player receive his second yellow from the referee. Which camera? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still still a lot more. But Calmer took advantage of immediately by sealing the game with 20 minutes remaining. A quick counter from Jamie Boulderston found Andy, Andy Simpson, who took it past the keeper and rolled it into an empty net. A tough fixture against a very difficult opponent, but a crucial three points. The Christmas break has begun, but we look forward to the reverse fixture on the 8th of Jan against Hellsby again. Wishing everyone a Merry Christmas from higher Edmonton Calmer. Thanks for that, Calmer. <laughs> I'm laid up there, you know, because it just shows how it's not that easy reading them out, is it? It's very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair to him, I'm looking at the report now. He actually splits it and uses bits of grammar it's as well. It's good the way he's done it. Yeah. But you find yourself not believing when you mean that. Right. <laughs> wait, wait till you get ones where they don't use no grammar whatsoever. It's like nightmare, though. Oh, I'm Welcome to the game, well, lad. We'll see how it turns out. But, you know. <laughs> You'll be fine. Will Kitchen, Mike Taylor, Ashley Reid, all netted for Chester and Alex in a 4 3 defeat at the hands of Chester Nomad's Fairs, who are Jordan Lee, James Pemberton, Sue, and Sam Ashbrook. Two thanks for their winning goals. Only two games in the Trophy Championship this weekend, mainly due to Covid. In capital letters. In capital letters. Capital letters. Portsmouth Night Nomads entertain Christendom FC losing 2 1. Mark Rand scored for the hosts with Dan Ward penalty and Tom Vickery scoring the winner for Kisselton. Chester Nomad 4s, no scorers provided. Beat Rossmore Rangers 6-3. The Rossmore marksman with Joe Young with a 30 yard free kick. Joe Shayamba with a penalty and Owen Harris. Right, Vets. Division 3. Are we going straight into it? Straight into the division. I'll, I'll read this one out because you were there. Have you got a report? No, he hasn't sent it. He's obviously keeping it to himself, hasn't he? Okay. He's the report man here, sitting here. Oh, yeah, okay. Why? How do you send the reports in to me? So it's not speedy. Well, it's, but, but both of us sometimes depends. Why is something happened? Well, we had a game. Yeah, I'll tell <laughs> A Ben Billington goal was enough to see Division 3 leaders, Ellesmere Port Town. Vets extend their lead at the top to six points over second place Queen's Park Vets in their hotly anticipated encounter in Division. Um, okay, talk us through, Ben, as you start. I started, and we had, um, first off, we had Dottie missing and Dan Costello, but every team has players missing, don't you, you know what I mean? So you can't be there every week, but we had a good squad there. You know, the changes was packed, I was late getting there. So I'll go in, and there's no room in the changes, so. Get James, go out and say it away. Who's reffing it? The old fella. Who's a bad. Uh, it's not Bellringer. No, it's not. Come on, do you remember uh, the Whippy game? Anthony Gibson, isn't it? Like, against Teamer, and I took a picture of him. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, right. So I'm thinking, oh, it's the top of the table class, you know what I mean? I mean he could have sent us like, look, I'm not saying he's a bad referee, he's just a, he's just too old, isn't he? Yeah. That's he's... all. You know, God bless him, he's there. His referees gets older than me. Yeah, so <laughs> so saying away, I'm thinking, you know, oh God, you know, you need a, you need a strong referee for the game like this. Even though it's, I'm not sure the league, I don't, you know, I'm new to vets this season in the league. I think the vets get the what's left. But yeah, I think you're right. But what can I say about the game? Oh God, where do we start? We started a hundred mile an hour, like literally, it was like everyone. I'm not just saying it was like everyone. It was twenty five again. 
it was brilliant. We were snapping into tackles. We we, we were we were just non-stop. Like we didn't let them settle at all. And, they, and he had a few decent players. Our mate was playing twenty at left back. Yeah. Who I've had numerous battles with over the years. I had your trust with Every game, yeah, he's a good lad. So, as I say, hundred mile an hour. It's all us. Reeves, he's at the bar. We've had numerous balls across the box, scrambles, just not falling our way, and then he sucker punches and just hits us on the break and go one up. It was the prop. I think it, that half was the only thing he did, and then. We go back to playing well again, trying to get the goal. Second half, starts exactly the same. All us. Scoldsies at the post, the bar, <laughs> from two long range efforts. And it, it, it's just one of them day, games where I think we could have been playing like another half. Nice I've hit the post. Um, I've, I've put a few balls across the box where out the. To be fair to their centre half, they had two lads at the back who were like six foot odd. And they were just out and out defenders. They just had no football ability, but <laughs> gotta give them gotta give them credit. They just got they, they, they got the toes onto the end of everything. The heads there was a there was a ball got played across and, I, and I'm just thinking this is gold, I'm heading it in. And he's just come from nowhere. Took it off me, he done it again with my foot and I kicked his foot and you've seen the blues, haven't you? Yeah. So I thought it broke that by the way, but you know, battled on, carried on, played the ninety. Played the 90s, yeah. Keep it on, yeah. Not like Saint Lover, but he's people come off them, do it, they got a But when he's murdering them. Well, people come off. Oh, Eddie. Eddie Hutch? Yeah. How's he playing for them now? Yeah. I think he had a bad toenail injury, to be fair. Oh, a bad toenail. Yeah, so I think that's why he went off. But, you know. I'm in the group, I'm in the Queen's WhatsApp group. And. Why are you in that group? And. They all said it was feisty, they loved the game, didn't they? Uh, Everyone loved the game, even though you got beat. It was the best game I've played in. Like. It, it, listen, no one likes losing, and, and we were all devastated to come off the pitch and just think, how the hell have we lost that game there? How the hell have we even got a point from it? We battered them that much, and even our lads have said it at the end of the game, how, how we've got, you know, how yeah. we've got away with winning that. But fair play to them because they, they did give as good as they got, you know. And twenty was at left back was, was at, along with a couple of other lads. They, they were, you know, they were arguing back and having banter. Then he was he offered Eddie out, didn't he? Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all joking aside. Right, I've got a question for you. I, I, just before we go on to that, all joking aside, I don't think Eddie's played much. So you know, he's not a bench of Eddie, so I think it calls up with him. Don't be that Bernie, you can defend and he, say what you he, want. He's done all right. You can defend and say what you want about anyone. Remember I can edit all this out. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. I did have to cover him a few times though, did I will yeah. say that, yeah. He threw it back at me and said he covered me. But was there any, was there any bookings in the game? There wasn't many, but I think it must have been around about the 75th minute or something like that. 70th minute, maybe a little bit later, I can't remember now, but... So I'm on the other side of the pitch, and the ball's gone out. Sorry, the ball, I'm on the other side of the pitch, and there's a there's a tackle. So I've seen that lad, and it, look, it did look like he'd gone in. like maybe two foot or something, but yeah. I say, I'm, I'm a distance away. And I think just before that, like he'd, he'd had a bit of trouble with the line, because we had quite a big line there on Saturday as well. Yeah. And so he's had, he's had a bit of banter with them, or a bit, bit of an argument before it. Then he's done this tackle. So I've turned around to go and get the ball, and then when I've turned back, there's, there's a big melee of lads together. And what's called this melee? 
I don't know because I didn't say it. I swear to God, I, and all I seen was when I turned back round was a load of lads splitting people up, and then I seen a uh, gaffer speedy getting a red card. So I said, to them, "What was that for?" <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> so I can't really comment on what I didn't see. I'll comment what I've seen in the group. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he's got a book in his hand, and he's threw a punch with a book in his hand. Uh, that was a bit of clipboard. Clipboard. Not that stupid clipboard. Dad, do you know that book you've seen him with? This is clipboard. I've heard it was it was a bad one. Now I've tried to ring him about it, and he's blanked me. So it got very heated for a good five or ten minutes. I'm not being funny. Some of the tackles that were going in, they were like, and even I was like going, "Oh my god!" Like from both teams, you know what I mean? They, they, as I say, they were giving it as good as they got. When you my question is now: Is there any um, repercussions to the manager? Well, in the Queen's board. May I have to sit down with the committee and discuss it? Is his job on the line? That defeats the top of the league and a red? Well, what I will say is though, that everyone, everyone in that team and that squad who turned up on Saturday just gave it all and, and proud of the lads, you know what I mean? We, 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 Fuck we, off, mate! I'm not even allowed to give it to someone! Give it to someone! Just say you had the manager on the Twitter, the Tell us whose fault it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not uh, my future here, lads. <laughs> right, in the division, other game, West Kirby Vets beat Crossway 6-2 goals from Paul Rollins to Dave McDermott, Chris Dawson, Tom Rollins and Paul Connor. Come man. Come, Come on. That was it, dummy. Phil Goss and Andrew Thomas reply for Crossway. Division 4, they keep winning. They the do. Float, beat Rick. I love this name, Ray, the Rake and Pickle Vets, 7-3. Yeah. Rake and Pickle? Either team, no reports and no scores. No. So Will FA Junior Cup quarter final? Maisie Royal Vets beat Groves, MK's 3-1. Yeah, Bernie's got, got the report for us there to read out. So before, I, before you read that out, what? that's embarrassing. Groves are getting beat by the major over. Yeah, because I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, I weren't sure which Groves it was. There's, there's a few Groves, isn't there? Yeah, but they, oh, they, sorry, yeah. But I, I think Kaka was telling me the other week they, they, were, they were a good team and they're flying and all that. They're in the Chester Second Division, they played 11, won 10, drew 1, lost none, goal difference is plus 44. Well, I mean, that's a good result for you, is that then, isn't it? I mean, I, 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 don't know know I, I don't know how. I do. Because I play. <laughs> no, on a seriousness. Seriousness? No, honestly. Do you shouldn't be beating that? We well, shouldn't be really. Well, not a team that says a lot about that league, don't it? If they well, did they all turn up? Them? Yeah. I don't know. Well, they they had they had subs. I just don't think I just don't think it's the lad at the back. Oh, what was his name? He was decent. Should be. Should yeah, be. you know him as well? Danny Dobbins. Nah. But they any good though, Gabriel? Did you just play well? Like, really good or...? Do you know what? We dominated the game. But they had good players, but they... I don't know, we, we were just really good on the day. Mm. We didn't let them get into it at all. But the lad at the back was moaning. Because they were all out the night before, till, and then apparently the, the manager took them back to the till five in the morning. Well, you know, that's, that's what I don't know. <laughs> so, do you want me to read this Go out? Ahead. Go ahead. 
Mersey Royal Vets travelled to the unbeaten high-flying MK Groves in the Whittle Junior Cup with a depleted squad looking to progress closer to their fifth consecutive final. Royal started brightly and went ahead when Liam Averton finished from close range from a set-piece. Groves equalised five minutes later, Forbesy with a near-post header. Royal back in front after another set-piece, Chris McGinn applying the finishing touches. Touch. The third goal <laughs> followed when Terry Cockrave with a cool finish after a great build-up play. Second half was end-to-end -end with no further goals. Good luck to Groves for the rest of the season with a decent side with a good bunch of lads. To be honest, the score the goal, they took a corner quick. I don't think his name's Forbesy. I can't remember his name. I was thinking that then. Is that Forbesy? No, it's not. I don't think. I think he's got that wrong. But anyway, they score and they get a one-on-one -on -one as well. But bar that, didn't have a chance. And for all the goals they scored, Dino Baker's just class. Yeah, he's good to you. At that level. You know, our midfield boss stairs, but at the same time they had a lad in the middle who was fucking really good. Billy his name was. And defensively they were alright, but to be fair we could have scored more. I've missed a one on one. Thought it was offside, that's my excuse. And we've we we've missed a few chances, but now it's another semi, we play Cape Cape Vets in the semi. Who can play either Kalmovets or Putinvich under 18s has been something put in a complaint put in over the previous game. So I'm waiting for the outcome of that. Is this the one you've you won the last couple of years or, or you've won yeah. a few times? Yeah, we've won it. Last two. Why the Hoots, eh? Hoots. Oh, the Hoots. That's what the Poly team's called now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Poly team. Yeah. Lots of us for the uh, Chester League. Okay. We've the Royal Vets. We're going to the West Cheshire. Big result this. Wallace challenges Asheville consolidates their position at the top of the West Cheshire League Division 1 following Saturday's 2 1 win over Heswell. I have a report. Not of Asheville, like. No, they don't get involved, do they? No. Poor. Our first team travelled to Asheville on Saturday as we looked to topple the league leaders. However, it was the host who took the lead through an unfortunate own goal from Matty Beeman. In a game where both sides created chances, it was Nathan Johnson who netted a deserved equaliser for Heswell as he curled onto the far corner from the edge of the box. In a game where neither side dominated, it was Asheville who took the win of a late winner and they remain on course to challenge Major Royal for the title. We, we wish both teams the best of luck and it's a great to see Whittle teams fighting it out, something we are striving to do in the next few years. In our first season back at the, at, at the top table, We've been reasonably happy with our progress. We aren't happy in that we are we aren't sitting at the top of the league as we are here to win, not just to take part, but we understand that. In just coming up, we are having to build to be ready for a challenge for honours. Steady progress has been made over the last two years. We have stabilised the club and put ourselves in a position where football can be played without the off-field nonsense overshadowing shadowing the team's performance. No, they have to don't do it all right as well. Um, stop and start, aren't they? It's about the about building, though, isn't it? You know, yeah. as you, you've said already a few times, you know, just, just be secure this season and build on that. That's it. And he's put great work this year, fellas. Loving the podcast. Have a great Christmas and New Year, Mick Gibber and Bernie. Three top fellas who are doing great things for local football. Well done, gents. What I will say about Hesel is if they want to. 
progress and get to the top, they need more people off the pitch there. It's hard doing it nowadays, you know, hard to say. Yeah. It's on tears. I mean, we're a big club of Foxholes and we, we struggle for people. That's it. You, and you, you're going to get the Vicks as well, getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Their pitch comes in as well, so there's another team to, to battle with them. McCall, leapfrog, Cape and Earthville into third place in the table after efforts from Jordan Holmes, Nick Kerr and Robbie MacDonald and John Holmes secured a form victory over Prescott Cables, who had Jack Gotti on target. Raynell Town saved a final victory over Chester Nomads, courtesy of goals apiece from Jeff Spinal, Joel Jackson and Chris Hughes. Not many in the Division 1 there. Division 2 leaders, Marine, extended their lead at the top with 6 points after they won 2 0 at Putin Vicks. Got a report. Well done, Pete. As always, to be fair to them. He obviously, the goal scorers remain with Dan Barrigan and Jack Murphy. We started the game with only three lads over 21, and to be fair, other than the Cheshire Cup winner, Egerton, gave our best performance. Marine are a good side who would probably go up this season, but our young lads got stuck into the game plan and didn't give them a minute. We had a couple of good chances in the first half, and we hit Marine on the counter attack that failed that we failed to take. Marine then grabbed the first goal of the game through a free kick with our keeper, asked the ref if he could set his wall. As he was setting the wall, the Marine player put the ball into the empty goal. Goal stood 1 0 Marine. Second half kicked off, and we got the ball and played some great football on an horrific pitch at Leavers with Gunnery, Sutton, and Owen all creating chances which we missed. Then in 80 minutes we can see the silly free kick on the edge of the box, which was headed home by the striker, Marine 2 Vicks nil. Loads of positive today, especially our young centre-back pairing of Cubbins and Rainbow, who are outstanding at the back. Happy Christmas from all of Vicks to all the volunteers, players and, su- and supporters. Keep up the good work, lads. Thanks. Okay, well done, P. Thanks for the uh, report all year round, eh? Yeah, every single one. <laughs> Win, lose, draw, and to be fair, they've lost a lot this year. That's good going, hasn't it? To get them in all the time. Yeah. Honours were shared after an effort from Runcorn Sports, Andy Whittaker was negated by a reply from Mossiel, Athletic Reserve Steve Kavanagh. South Liverpool Reserve celebrated their sixth win of the season and were elevated to sixth place. In the table, thanks to Saturday's 5 1 whenever Rain Hill Time reserves. Goals from Alex Machini to Luke Partington, Jack Wood, and Wisdom Uadi. The host answered through Jack Ellis. The South Willow Derby in Division, si- Division 3 saw leaders Sutton Athletic take the spoils and remain three points clear at the top, thanks to goals from Connor Doyle and Tom McGill. Groves responded through Jack Sales. While second place Pilton Royal enhanced their promotion claims. Have we got a report for that? Yeah. Have we give that one to you, Ben? Which one's the study? Pilton Royal. I'll switch off then for a minute. Right, thanks for another. Sorry, it's that much. I'm not coming again, you've sent me up here. Hang on, let me take a couple of breaths for this. You know what I didn't think of? What I should have done is went through and looked for the names because the names are the hard ones, are they? Right, if you get the names. Right, hold on, it's a long one. Hello lads, Matty Paul from Pootle Royal for this weekend. West Kirby deserves nil, Pootle Royal 4. Another good win for us to keep our good run of form going into the new year. We had to work hard for the three points against a battling West Kirby. 
Alex Lowe scored with a typical far post finish after breaking into the box from midfield down the right hand side. Kai Harris was fouled right on the edge of the box and Cal Evans was unlucky to then see his direct free kick come off the underside of the post. At the other end, James Deere somehow managed to bundle the ball clear when sliding in towards his own goal line when it locked a certain goal for, West Kirby, for the West Kirby forward. I'm not sure how it managed to stay out, but lucky for us it did and we went to half-time with just a one-goal lead. Second half, we stepped it up and played some lovely football. The second goal was the move of the game as Kai Harris tricked his way into the box before cutting back to Ryan Slater to convert from close range. Ben Carlow was then fouled as he drove into the box, but Dan Lamara saw his penalty well saved. Luckily for him, he was able to redeem himself from the resulting corner as he buried his header in at the far post to give us a 3 0 lead on the hour mark. Ant Evans came off the bench and finished off another good move, holding off a couple of challenges, beating the last man and then placing past the keeper just inside the post. Tommy Carroll then saw the header come back off the far post after a great run and cross from Carl White, which was the closest we came to adding to the score sheet. 4-0 was enough and the three point seizures in the calendar year in second place on a great run with plenty to play for in the new year. Uh, I'd like to say a massive thank you and well done to George Scott who has stepped up from the reserve team manager last year to become the first team manager this year as we step back to, the, to one team. He's done a great job with a young squad blended with a few experienced heads, well supported by John Christiansen, John White and Ben Hughes. And then it goes on to add, thanks again to you lads, Mick, Gip, Bernie, with all the time you put into the podcast and all the online photos of Vince, all the best for the extra, for that. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the great Tommy's report. All the best for your Xmas and New Year from all at Putin Royal FC. <laughs> Cheers Tommy lad. <laughs> he loves, he loves a report, don't he? Yeah, he Looking at the tables, you know what, they've got a hell of a chance of going up. They're not going to win it, they're not going to catch something. No. Sutton are three points ahead of them with two games in hand. They were due to play each other a few weeks ago, weren't they? At uh, New Brighton, but they got caught off because of the wind, because I was looking at that thinking, oh, I wouldn't. I don't don't know. Know. If, if people don't beat them and upset them, but, you know, the three points ahead of third uh, place run Corn, and they've got a game in hand of them. The three points ahead of fourth place, Mersey Hearts, with two games in hand of them. Boot Reserves, maybe, got a game in hand, they could go within one point of them. So I've Liverpool fades, could, but yeah, they've got a hell of a chance to do well, aren't they? I hope they go Yeah. As we reserve, recorded their sixth win of the season as they won by the same scoreline against Elsby Port Town Reserve. Down O'Holland 2, Callum Walsh and Connor Egan found an F for the visitors. And that is us for the West Cheshire. Right. I'll bring it up. We missed, we missed something else before we went into Chester and... Well, yes, you did. Oh, Vauxhalls. Oh, go on. Is that happy, man? Yeah, no, no. What's about Leeds? Leeds not beaten. <coughs> I, I don't know. I didn't see. Not beaten. Wait till Abbey second. Oh, good team. Yeah, two one. I don't know who scored. To be honest, two one. Not bad. But yeah, do. The group is not played, so it's not a lucky result. Yeah, going to us. How did you go? We won three now. Who wins? Well, yeah, it's you. <laughs> Need some music to play for that. Yeah, we do. Um, Third in the league, Wimshaw. And how do you get on a way to Wimshaw? They made us 5 1. They're third in the league, and they've beaten us a good result, haven't they? To be honest, I've been, since Tuesday night, I've been giving you that now. 
saying they'll be warning everyone what to expect after this, what's coming on Saturday and what yeah, you're going to get on Saturday. Do you know what, we've made a couple of signings as well, which is help. We've brought in the centre forward, Ash, Ash Ruan, experienced, and we brought Sean Moscott back, he went to Sandbach, um, and he's come in. We had an half improved, and he made us better to be fair, and... Take we, we, Yeah, they both started, and we changed a little way we play a bit, and you know, it worked. You didn't try and play on the floor, did you? We always, we always <laughs> play football. <laughs> Have you folk? No, no we, just, we just got better players on the ball, better. And we, we hurt them, and we def- the best we've defended up for a while. I was going to say, clean sheets. Mm. It's the first time for a while, that, isn't it? Since October. October. First week in October is the last time we got the clean sheets. That's pleasing, that, then, a clean sheet as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's massive, but it just shows in that league that... Did Kieran have to make any saves? We were about a minute ago, we took one to the ball for free kick, that was it. That's it. We just kept them out, and they are a top team, to be fair, but it just shows what the lads can do. They just give us a game on the 27th of December. And out. Away, I've got to take it. Away well. to Fuck's sake. But the worst thing is, Boxing Day, anyone who's listening, it's your best day, Yeah. You, you have a bet. A load of beer. I know you can't do that, well. No. You can't spin a stamper. Players I, I, can't. I won't be doing it. You're going to suffer, aren't you? Players can't. I, I can't do it from some of the players, I can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it then because I'm going to drive the bus. <laughs> no one's testing me today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hopefully. There'll be a few more signings in the next week or so, and you'll see a different box stores, I think. Hopefully. Yeah, it's See, it's hard asking you too many questions, man, on Saturday, because what games have you seen? It's only the Royal, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's only Royal and the Malibu, but as I say, when you're playing for the Vets, and then it's, well, it's, it's difficult for more so they've seen, isn't it? Yeah, I want to I go to games, but it's, and, and, and it's, it's finding a balance in it with family and all yeah. as well, because you, you know, you can't, you know, she, the missus was like, when I stopped playing, and now I'm watching more games than when I played, or going to football more times than when I played, you know what I mean? So, Don't because of playing vets again, as well as well as watching games. To be honest, if she's moaning, you should go and watch more. <laughs> she's not, she's not. Keep her sitting in the room. Yeah. Okay, that's us done. Sat there, yeah? Right, so we go to Sunday's match of the day in the Ullahan's Premier Division was Dock versus Riverkett at the Memorial Ground and it didn't disappoint as the title race was blown wide open. Current holders and pre-season favourite Dock AFC found themselves 4-0 down after 42 minutes with Riverkett storming into a deserved 4-0 lead with goals from Jay Harvey, a Joe Foster penalty, Jay Cully and Joe Brandon. But a strike from Kieran Ham. Right on half time gave Doc some hope for a better second half. Doc stormed back in the second half with a headed effort from Kieran Am. Then it was a turn of Adam Hughes to get the third, followed by a superb goal from Cameron McGregor to bring the scores level of four all. With five minutes remaining, Joe Brandon found Mike Berkey on the right, who then killed one into the bottom corner of the net for Rivica to take the honours and send the Rivica line wild. Both teams finished the game with 10 men on the park. It was an early Christmas present for Rivica, who have moved up into fourth in the Premier Division and are now two points behind second place, Dock, and also have a game in hand. I didn't realise they were that close, you know. Neither did I. Do you know, if you go back on, on these podcasts, I've called this for weeks. I, I said don't write them off myself. Someone said after a couple of games early on when he got beat. I'll be honest, I, I said I think they might take a while to get into it, and they have. 
they've got some big players, haven't they? For Sunday. We were all there, weren't we? Yeah. I, I don't know, you were there, Mike. Yeah. Got a bit late with the way everybody brought my brought, brought me a body. I'm putting I'm putting gold reports <laughs> on television yeah. as well, and they're both there laughing at you. Too bad. It was freezing. So we all like out the camera. I've got I've got my gloves on, so I'm not responding to anyone. I thought it was just you there, didn't realise Mick was there as well. But yeah, River could murder them, didn't he, first half? First half, yeah. Murdered them. It was good to watch, to be fair. You know, and be fair to the doctor, he surprised me on the basics. I, as I turn up, the game's not long kicked off. So I parked at the back, no one turned me a bit. So I look through the fence. River could got a corner on the right. And Berkey shows on the corner of the box. Yeah. And they play it to him short. Nothing comes of it. Anyway, they get ahead. And a 2 0, I think it was the, f- the third goal. Done it again, didn't he? They do it from the other side and they do it again. Now, I'm not, the Dock have always been the most organised side about. You've got Matty calling the shots at the back. You know, they've got Adam Hughes there, who's fucking hell, level he's playing at. Yeah. And for them to. Once is bad enough, for, but for them to go twice on it, the same thing. But that probably summed them up. But Rivica did dominate them, didn't they? Rivica played well, really well, but the Dock didn't help themselves, to be fair. No. Obviously, the goal. Fourth goal is terrible. Which one's the fourth? To Brandon's. Brandon's. Who should save that? Yeah, he's, he's done, just he's done it in one move. Though, man. He's, he's one of yeah. the side and just flipped it. I don't think Goose was expecting it. To Have you watched a video of it? Yeah. It's when you watch a video, Goose comes out and obviously they'll be up. He comes out and I think the way he flies out, Brandon just does little little pokes worked. But the goal just before our time for them probably gives Doc a, the life to go and do what they done. Yeah, definitely. Because second half it was all Doc. Yeah. It's all Doc. I, I call it the other night. Yeah, I did. think that the turning point in the whole game was the sevens off. That was the worst thing that happened to the dock. Because they just got the third. Yeah. And they were you could see you could see the fourth coming. And then obviously what happens happens, don't it? Do, you know, two men get sent off. Normally when you get back like that you go on to win, don't you? Yeah. That's the thing. Especially when you get back to four all. Uh, yeah. You're thinking, you could only see them winning, couldn't you? Because because yeah. your head goes down as well as if you're falling in love on the game and how you fall all. You're like, oh my god. Mick had said, these are get back in this year. I, I thought they'd get back in it with the, the goal, because yeah. the goal plays on our side. But I said to him, all the time, River could have been doing Sunday break. And they were in second half, they wasn't. No, they didn't. They didn't offer it. Ball the goal. But I did say on the line as well, even though it was 4-1, I think it was too much because I couldn't see River not scoring in the second mm. half, which means you've got to get five then. It's only another four, isn't it? Yeah. That's what that was my concern for the Dock. I just couldn't see River not scoring, but they nearly did it. What are we saying about the referee's performance? I just don't get it. George summed up for me, I went and stood on the Dock line for a bit just to speak to people, and he books Brandon. Oh, awful. So, oh my god. It's a booking. Right? It's a booking. But I, I shouted to Tony, how can you book him for that and let what's happened happen? I think he loses the game the second he doesn't do nothing to Aiden Cooper. Yeah, you, you said it's that to me again, and I totally forgot about that, that um, challenge. And if he, he, he booked, I think it was Ryan Smith earlier on for a check on Joe yeah. Brandon. That, yeah, it was yellow, but then, he, as you say, he didn't book Hayden, which was, which was worse. Which allowed them. I said to Brandon, persistent foul. I was thinking. I think he just lost it. 
the players who were making the fouls, I think, Tony. Yeah. I think he just got the game was too quick for him. I, too I, much, yeah. I tried to stick up for him, but sometimes when I'm recording, I'll be honest, I sort of take my eye off what's happening with the game a, a, a bit, and I miss certain things. Like, I, I didn't see the instant for the sending off properly because I'm watching the ball after me, and obviously, everyone's watching what's happened on the pitch. I'll be honest, if I'm the manager, I'm my player, I don't give a fuck if you're defending your mates or not, my player's done that, I'm murdering them. Because it should be one player walking and not the other. And there's no need for Jamie to go and get involved. Yeah. They actually come on and Jamie and done well. Yeah. He shut the goal off, the, the second goal. I, I thought he played one, he just didn't need to get involved. But He's allowed the ref to make it one each off. But yeah. it could have been. That changed the game. I know the equaliser, but I still just think it just took that drive and momentum away from the dock. Yeah. yeah. But there's been all kinds of missed in the game, there's been stamps. You know, the See, I missed that as well, whatever that was, I didn't see that. There's, there was loads going on, there's fucking hell. They, but they're the proper games though, aren't they? Yeah. That's a proper Sunday game. It was a proper it's... game. But the one for me, the Hayden one's bad enough. But when all that's going on and the two red cards get given out, it's on the halfway line. Goose comes out of his goal, yeah. goes right up and pushes Joe Brandon in the face in front of the referee. A yard away, and he says, "Get back in your goal." He's mad. Goose has got that in the mind. But then, it's a big result, that though. It's massive, massive results. But what, what I will say is that you you can say the ref was bad all you want. I don't know what. I mean, obviously, River can now are not bothered because they won the game. But and I'm and docked disappointed in the same. The ref had a bad game, but you can't concede four, can you? No. And, and not. And I don't think any of them goals. I mean, bad the no. penalty was. The, do you think it was a penalty? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was a penalty. <laughs> I'm glad you brought because I forgot. Because that's brilliant. The penalty is brilliant. Obviously, you're up the other end. Yeah. So, Hayden just made it, Wingy. Get fucking closer to him. He's not that good. Yeah. But <laughs> he gets the ball, goes inside, and penalty. Them two players, Brandon and oh, is running at you. Brandon's unplayable sometimes, isn't he? You know, when he's always surprised with Brandon because he literally hasn't played for yeah. eight weeks. Well, he's showing second half, didn't he? Because he's tired. But he's still. That's the that could be Rivica's problem, couldn't it? Yeah. Because going back to the week before, Beats with a stronger second half than them. I watched that. That could be the problem. If, if they can stop goals at the other end, they're going to be a major force, aren't they? Mm -hmm. yeah. But you know what? I'll go to Rafael, so we've already played him twice. Yeah, yeah, he's got him off the way, haven't he? Massive. Shout out to Tony Davis down the line. That whole game at the weekend, massive for Rock Ferry. But, I'll put it out there Rock right Ferry now. Ferry have been there before. I'll put it out there, it's Rock Ferry's to lose, isn't it? Still early, isn't it, but. Stay to lose? Yeah, I, I, agree there. I, I agree with you there. But have you learned any lessons from last year? Or years gone by? <laughs> They're in the driving seat, aren't they, at the yeah. Sure, they were top of Christmas last year. Yeah, they were, yeah. Be interesting, won't it? Yep. So, we continue. Division 1 side, Upton Town, took the lead at home in the Tony Ullahan Memorial Challenge Cup. Second round tie through Scott Billington. But the Division 2 outfit, Victoria Colts, hit back through a brilliant volley from Gaz Dickinson. And a Billy Harrison effort to claim the place in round three. Is that Billings who played for the beach one? That's what I thought it was today. I was looking at the yeah. scores. It was, yeah. Hello. He banged some goals on so that. I had to look to see if that was a mistake in the report mm -hmm. and have a look at the player registrations to see if, if it was meant to be going to Woody. 
Dan een versie samen op, maar die zijn net opgerokten. Er was another GI in Killing Act. In a third round tie with Bushel Grange Athletic taking the honours 3 1. And FC with Best against FC Bidston. On the mark for Bushels were Lee Carpenter, Dean Fleming, and Liam Averton. Thomas Murray replied for FC Bidston. I was promised a report for that game. Well, I was originally going to do that game. Yeah. That was my game I was going to do, believe it or not. I think you made the right choice. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it turned out I couldn't get up to Leavers because I had to stay local to where I lived. But yeah, I got promised a report from a drunken Bushels manager. <laughs> Didn't come through. It's a good result that though, isn't it? Because they picked up the last couple of They have, yeah. They have Beachwood FC, who had Tom Quinn, Leo Riley, Jack McGrotty, and Mitch Duggan on the score sheet. Saw off Nestor Nomads 4 1 in an all Premier Division clash. Luke Blondell scoring for Nestor. Returning to league action, this time it's from Division 1. With the Luke's maintaining pole position and go six point clear after a comfortable 4 0 success over AFC Shafts. Thanks to Jack Maybury, Ellis Jones, Ben Kearney, Will Bulpin. Be interesting to see what Skin says about that. It's looking good for Luke's in it for that. that it is. It is one. Yeah, you can't. Skin, come here. He sold me boiler out to be fair to him. He's obviously the sponsor, one of the sponsors, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good lad, Skin. What is it, MW Heaton and. Rulties. RJ and Wilson. RJ and Wilson roofing, yeah. They're the two sponsors. But yes, again, come here and he was he was quite confident going into the game. Well, I, was, I think they got beat the Shafts a couple of weeks ago or last month or something like that. Was it, they got a stupid result where they got beat at 8 9 then? Am I right there? They may have it, not so. And then I looked at the league last week. They went and beat the Brom, didn't they, the week before they, or something like that? They were third or something like that in the league and I thought they sneaked up there. But I say, the Luke's have just came keep winning on that league don't they? They do. Where a radio registered only their second maximum point haul over Neston United 4-1 with Matt Lydiot netting all four goals for Wirral Radio. Here we go. We were about to rename them weren't we? We haven't been on for a few weeks. Yeah we've been renamed. Cash Point. Cash Point. <laughs> cash Point. But Cash Point have now changed their name to KR CTFC. We've got a report, haven't we? Uh, is this for cash points? Is it? Okay, there we go. So was cash point, it's now. Okay, first game under the new name of KRCTFC away against Barcode, which. What's that stand for, Gib? Is it Courier Service, is it? Or something? KR Couriers and Transport. Oh, there we go. Um, he must have some new one. He must be <laughs> wedged up. Because to get rid of cash points, it's, it's a Russian company, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, or Ukraine or something. Like that, I think so. Believe. Fucking idiot with the Russians. Uh, right. Okay. After a few weeks off, it was time to get back to it before the Xmas break, and the squad didn't disappoint. It took us a while to get going, and Liam Whelan and the Liam Whelan rocket from a free kick started us off. No stopping that one. It was soon two 0 as Stu Hardman raced onto a great through ball and slotted into the bottom corner. The third was scored by Anthony Gardner in off the post with a clinical finish. Just before half time, Jamie Payne replaced Billy New and with his first touch headed the fourth into the net. Barcode managed to reduce the scoreline by scoring a well taken goal. Half time 4 1 to KRCTFC. 
It doesn't sound right, does it? No. KRCT FC just doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue like cash points. No, it's the, I couldn't read it probably then. Right, the second half started and it was soon 5-1 as Stu Hardman slotted home a second of the game. Jason Rigby then got the sixth with a well-taken finish past the keeper and Stu Hardman rounded the match off with his third of the match to make it 7-1 and game over full-time. Nice to get a win in front of our new sponsor KR Couriers and Transportation. We would like to thank them for what they have done so far in the short space of time. Top of the sea for Xmas, 9 from 9. Also, can we wish everyone a very Merry Xmas. All the best lads. P.S. I've sent you 50 quid each. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm, they should really, shouldn't they? Yeah. The money they're on. I've oh, been money round like that, we wouldn't mind them. Yeah. Just, you know. Buying boots for all the players for Christmas. It's decent. Yeah. Do you have to any midfielders? I'm made up because I'll get that as old ones. <laughs> But they're the only team in the league as well, 100% record by the way. Yeah, they're just there. Well, so fair play to them. Ball than everyone, aren't they? They are. I mean, don't get me wrong, you've got Bowie Dino guards yeah, playing players. that level, you know, they should be. And then they've got good lads and all. I haven't got to see them yet, I need to go and watch them. I've got them. I need to go and watch them as well, just just for seeing what they're about, you know what I mean? Yeah, this, you know, Hardman, Liam Whelan, went to be decent yeah, Hardman name every I week. Taylor didn't get where I need this week. The, the kiss blower. I know, yeah. The kiss blower. I actually got a little video off him, blowing a kiss to me. Did you, yeah? Yeah. Weird, though. A little video. <laughs> Weird. Works, works with Tom Smith and Tom around me, sent me a little video of him blowing a kiss. So it continues, their nearest rivals, Wellington FC, continued an unbeaten league run after accounting for FC Prenton 2 0. I've got a recording of the Willie. And did you notice. Hang on, who did you say? We're in the Willie this week, was it? I don't know. We're in the Willie. It's the Wellington. The Wellington? Yeah. There was no Willie available. No, he wasn't there, was he? Sorry. Wellington travelled to a much improved Prenton FC outfit who had found their scoring boots in recent weeks. Wellie not to their best but credit to Prenton for the for that who worked hard and got stuck in. The breakthrough came for Wellie, Lewis Goulston, Goulston with a quality control finish, a delightful touch from the evergreen Matty O'Shea capital letters. <laughs> capital? Does Matty go on capital? Yeah. Oh, Matty go capital? Lewis Goulton with an audacious chip after seeing Goyle was lying second half was a much even contest. Prenton had a good amount of ball without really threatening Welly goal. Prenton will definitely move up the league on today's showing. Good luck for the rest of the season. Hope everyone has a great Christmas New Year. Remember lads, it's a game of football of a weekend and much more important things happen in life. Put all the Twitter beefs to bed and let your feet do the talking. Ooh, <laughs> put that out there. I like that. Egan still got a much needed win under the belt. 5-1 at Silver Athletic. Samuel Davis scoring for Silver. No goal scorers for the Eagle. I might have them, you know, Gib. Yeah. Um, let's have a quick look. Eagle and Stirrup. Yeah, you said me the one before. James Doolan, Chris Doolan and Cameron Jones. Kieran Byrne as well. They're, they're the goal scorers. Okay. Still got your names out there, lads. Sorgal FC, who had Owen Kelsey with two, David Ollerhead, Andy Noonan posted a 4-1 win after defeating Glenhaven Athletic 4-1. Haven't faced time. Faced time, we haven't got one off Glenhaven. Yeah, the only one of the first ones, isn't it? Yeah. 
does he do? I must be getting fed up. The last couple have been whinging about a squad, how many are turning up? Which, being a manager, it's a cunt. Solitary goal from Oscar Sargent for AFC Park North. Was enough to stay at the top of Division 3 at North Whittle Saints. Barker's Armchair FC continued their current farm run with a fourth straight league win, winning 3 2 with goals from Mark Munt, Ash Robinson. And Louis Brown in their 3 2 win over West Kirby United. Robbie Narn and Anoggy for West Kirby. And they're aiming for promotion place. Parkgate Saint Germain recorded their first win of the season. Well, Told you once you bailed them. I haven't bailed You did? You yes. did? Didn't. Let's go back on the things. You pulled away from them. I didn't. I and now they're winning. Didn't. Now they're flying. Seen a picture of them all out. All out the way. I made off them. Means all to me. 4-2 against long-time league stalwarts AFC Rangers. Finding a name on the score sheet was Seth Geary with a brace and singles. He's your favourite player. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Seth. <laughs> singles from Sean Wilder and Sam Brown. Oh, Brownie. Some finish. <laughs> so is this their first win, is it? First league win of the season. Well, they've had a cup win, haven't they, I think? They had a cup win, yeah, but since Mick... Pulled himself away from um, them. I've always been there. I just, I just took away, obviously, with my troubles. Don't worry, PSC. I won't let them. Um, yeah. Don't let them come with me when I get in. You can stay here. Sean Helen, Adam Lant, and James Swindle helped Old Parks FC to wrap up the points three-one over Wallasey Village FC. Hulands Birkenhead Sunday Association Football League Management Committee and sponsors would like to wish all clubs, players and supporters and match officials the very best for the festive season and we hope to see you all again on the 9th of January 2022. So, what are we hitting them with first Mike? He's watched all the games. What's your favourite game? Uh, well, I'm going to pick two I think. Obviously, since I've been doing it since last year, I think it's going to be hard to beat the new Fanny River game last year. Because oh, I would love to have been there. The, it just added. You say last year, this year. It's well, just last season. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought you meant for overall. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're talking just this season, then. Not just this year, I mean, just this calendar year. This calendar year. Yeah. I, I, I properly enjoyed the um, Malady Royal game on, on the Saturday. Was that the Cheshire Cup? The Cheshire Cup one, yeah. I was there, but. I, I just. I don't know what you thought of it, but I just loved it. It was, it was like, like a competitive game, right? It was like a throwback from two years ago, you know, when it's a proper battle. and both teams desperately want to win and then you've got all the you know with what happened with Robbo and maybe should have been getting sent off and then going down yeah. the other end and scoring yeah. and the goal disallowed yeah. yeah. Malaby played brilliant I thought I, I thought it could have went one or two ways I, I thought the world might have run away with it you know four or five and I, I, I didn't want to see that I wanted it to be a good game and it was ex-Malaby as well aren't it yeah but, but you know I've enjoyed watching the Royal as well so it was one of them games where you're like I just want to see a good game of football. That was a decent game to be fair. And, and I enjoyed it. It was, it was cracker. And as for the Sunday, well, I've got to say that one on Sunday, I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was some game Five Sunday. Four, like, unbelievable. It was and, some game. I, I, what I will say, I mean, I've noticed this, I've, I've recorded Rivica three times now. We've got the 3-3 three, three game from last year. I don't know when they got the 4-3 by Rock Ferry and now 5-4. <laughs> so if you want to see goals, Go and watch that. Well, and it's I, not every game, so it must just be when you go. I'm not just that. Penalty shootouts, sending offs. They've got they got a man sent off against New Fanny last year. They got a man sent off 
against the dock or something. So they, they've got everything. But they obviously play for the cameras, don't they, Rebecca? Yeah. <laughs> but I did enjoy that um, Sunday, and uh, they, they, they got some good. Do you know what, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. No, I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. Was it was a proper game, wasn't it? <laughs> nah, I'm on about the results. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get on to that. <laughs> no, don't engage him. No. Do you know what I will say? Switched off. 4 0. You've got the Rock Ferry dancing. I thought Tony, Tony was going to break out the song. <laughs> <laughs> and then at 4 all, they're like, oh my god. Were they all there, really? The yeah, they were out in front of him. Maybe he was on the side. I still behind the goal. Yeah. I just didn't notice anyone. And then, I know you didn't notice me when I was shouting at the end, at the end of the game. <laughs> I went shouting at you like I was shouting at Skillo. But do you know what? I think the podcast is getting well, a little bit bigger now, isn't it? Well, we'd like to. I think it's out football a bit, isn't it? People are interested in it, people want to read the names and... Well, from the feedback, everyone loves the podcast. It, 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 it. it is getting better and yeah. I think more people are sort of buying into it a bit now, aren't they? So What's, what's the best goals you've seen and been recorded? Um, or all missed? Are we just talking <laughs> this year now again? Or well, all together? When, did you, when did you actually start recording? Well, it was last year, one of the first ones was when I bumped into you at Bonner Road, the Luke's, remember? This year. It's still this year though, isn't it? Don't forget Covid. Yeah. So it was after up. Christmas, last Christmas, so it was this year, 2021. Yeah. When you went on that mad run from like, the league started in March and had to be finished in. Yeah. June, yeah, April, because we got locked down for a bit, didn't we? Yeah, March, June was. March you started. Was that when it was, yeah? Yeah. So that was the first game there then. The penalty shoot that won it. Yeah, it was good that one. That's yeah, a good game. It was FC Construction won it. Yeah, yeah. Mitchell, yeah. The goals. Lately, I think Yabba scored a good one, didn't he, against Spool? No, we've got goals. Hayden's against the Woodchurch, where he bent it. When he heads the box. Oh, yeah. Um, Who was it? You got one from the halfway line and you missed oh, it. There's been a few, you know. There's one, I got one from Lansland last year against Neston, they, they scored. You just one. missed the beginning of it, don't you? Because somebody saw it. I've, I've got to have a break. I yeah. believe standing there, it kills your shoulders. And I've got bad shoulders anyway. In one position? Yeah, so, so I try and take little breaks when I think nothing's going to go on, and then next minute someone decides to turn into David Beckham and just put <laughs> it in the top bit. So Pretton done it as well um, last Sunday. I think yeah. it was the third or fourth goal, and I, ju- I just caught the end of it sailing into the net, and then sailed away at the end of going, Did you get that one? Did you get that one? <laughs> That's all people. Yeah. Like the Royal Household early on the season, the penalty. Yeah. And Fingy grabbed you, didn't he? Tommy grabbed you and started chatting to you, and you he missed did. it. I missed it, yeah. That's that's why if you see me at the game, I'm not trying to be ignorant. <laughs> don't, I just fucking speak to me. I need to get away somewhere because otherwise if you're in the if you're in the video and you're slagging someone off. <laughs> oh that's I have got to turn it onto silent mode then when I'm doing head doing the editing. Done so the That's happened a few times, like to be fair. I tell you I've actually I have actually I, I realise now I've got all the penalties from last week, the Rebecca game. Because I was with Pete Simon. Oh, was yeah. And my phone, my phone shakes when it records, yeah. so I said to Pete, record them for me. And we're talking around, and I had to say to people, stop it, you know, camera. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? You know what I mean? So you've got to, you've got to sort of watch out for that. And so I try and talk to people when I, when I haven't got the camera rolling. It's hard, isn't it, when you do them? It's hard. And when you, get, when you get aged as well, like, your memory goes. Yeah, well, sometimes as well, 
like a goal doesn't look that good or but when you go back and edit it and you watch it in slow-mo or you see little things jump out at you and you think wow look at that that was good or you know, little bits of skill or something what that's good. what i like about it as well seeing little unexpected things or something different on the pitch that no one else has gone to yeah you know another time put it into the vid no one looks good i think it was like, i don't know if it this season or last season the royal away somewhere it was a cape Prescott Cables, wasn't it? Even in Liverpool, yeah. Prescott Cables, was that where they passed past? Pass, 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 you got your defenders and your goalies asking this, but you're totally right on the keeper. It's impossible. How can you know who plays in goal? That's it. And, and sometimes you can't just head to the keeper with a clean no. team, can you? It's Once you start on one, I know goal score is unfair on the rest of the team, but it's, the way it is, isn't it? it's football, goals wins games. That's why strikers get paid more money than anyone. Yeah, and if something, something else does happen on the pitch, I will try and highlight it. You know, like if a, someone has a particular good game or... To be honest, you've only ever done that to Matty Carl. I have, to be fair, but I've another, highlighted another, saves from another, keepers. Another doc thing, <laughs> <isn't> <laughs> Well, moving forward, I reckon we should start... Can we get a goal, goal of the month, or is that too... No, I think we can do it. You mentioned it to me, didn't you, yeah. a months ago? And I've just, to be honest with you... You know what I also find good, though? Other people are videoing stuff and sending them in. Yeah, that's yeah. what I like. Yeah, it is. It is. So obviously they're not on like on on your level, but if if we could do that and get other every goal sent in could be available for the vote, couldn't it? That's it. Yeah. Well, who doesn't want to see the goals as well? Though I mean, yeah. If, I if, you, if, you, if you score the goal or a hat trick or whatever, it's only the people out there who've seen it, and then it's forgotten about then. So, but now it's there, documented forever. Which is you know, if I played, I didn't score many, but if I did. Oh yeah. I'd love to have a I, I go on YouTube every now and again, man. There's yeah. a couple of my goals on YouTube. Oh my god. <laughs> no, there is. Oh Where's Kirby got? Cameraman in for a little bit. Yeah. There's also a penalty where he hit the post. Yeah. And Marine. Yeah. And you hear my mum scream as well because you do have a video and my mum's in, in the stand next to her. And the keeper goes about six miles early. Well, I haven't got no YouTube bits, so I have to get the bear Red news out. Well, that's... You got the picture of me head on my own, that's it. <laughs> well, do you know what? All this you're doing, once it's out there, it's going to be there forever, isn't that's, it? That's what I like about it, yeah. It's going to be there forever, though. What you say there about the Burning Head News and the Echo, I'm devastated I didn't, I didn't keep my stuff. Well, you can actually go get them, you know. You can go back to the archives. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the old angle. Well, when we get it back up and going again, there's a few things I want to do. But yeah. obviously it's getting the time to do it. But... You know, That's what put together something for this, you know, a season review from twenty odd years ago or something like that. For, but it's a bit of work, so we'll have to see how that goes. That's what people don't realise the time stuff takes. That's why we haven't been doing the um, the player podcast. And how hard it to sort of get a time to meet up all three of us and do look at us. We were, we were going to do it last week. We couldn't do it. Yeah. It was just no, 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 and you know, today, even today, it's been from five to six to seven. Yeah, life, and that's just three of us. It is hard, but I enjoy it. That's good, isn't it? Right, it's halfway through the season, as you just said. Let's pre- predictions. Is this for the Sunday? Sunday. We stick Sunday down. We's the main. There's. It's great to see Royal Asheville going for 
going for the league, isn't it? But Doch win the Prem. Stay with Doch. Yeah. See, I had to think about this earlier on, and I'm my final answer is going to be the same, but boringly. But I just think that they, they know how to go on runs. Yeah. They know how to they know, they know how, how to, to get win. over the line. They know how to if, win. If, if River can can get their act together at the back, they're going to be, as I said before, a force. And then you just don't know what you're going to get with the Woody or Rock, do you? The the Rock been, do you know what I will say about the Rock is they've been consistent over the last two years. Yeah, they have the to, yeah. They've got consistent and they've been there or thereabouts. But what I will say is, without winning it. Yeah, um, doing a good job. Unless you, Dexy's doing an amazing job. Unless you win something. No, but they've got to get over the line at some point. Sometimes you just need to win that first one, don't you? How hard is it? Yeah, it's it's hard, hard, isn't it? Yeah, it really is hard. So we're looking. Rock Ferry played eight, nineteen points. Dockwood Church played nine, seventeen points. Riverca played eight, fifteen points. Corsair played nine, fifteen points. Fair play to them, by the way. Yeah. I said that to Bully the other day. Queens played nine, fourteen points. Beachwood played nine, thirteen points. Float played eight, ten points. See the float? You know what? They can beat anyone on a day. Anyone? They can ruin titles for no, teams. They, they, they oh, get them on that pitch there. And do you know what they remind me of? They're like a float back to the Isle Archers team. You yeah. know, the, you know, the late 90s, early 2000, where you, you just don't want to play against them. You know what? That's. If Rock Ferry play in Rivica twice. They played the Woody yet? No, they haven't, have they? No. They got them in the cup as well, haven't they? They played the Dock. Who? Rock Ferry? No, no, got called off. No. There's, that's going to be two big games in it there, Rock Dock. Haven't they played, have they played Beachwood? They may have played them twice, you know. The Beachwood can beat anyone. Yeah, they're another one, let's just say. I, I think it's exciting, but I just think when, when you look at the big picture, it's about being a winner, isn't it? Yeah. And when you know how to win. See, I, it's it's only out the top two for me. Woodchurch and Rivica will both drop points to lower teams. They will. They'll both throw points away. That's me concern for Rivica. Yeah, they will. They know a few lads who like going out as well. Yeah. Rivica had the, the full it this weekend, just just gone. Right. The week before, they had a couple missing. The week before that, they had 11. If and they, they got beat by Bushels yeah. in the cup. Oh, wow, yeah. If they can get that team out, what they had on Sunday for the majority of the season, they, they're going to be up there, some does that. But Alright, then there's 11 in the league. If they'd say one goes down, who's going down? Lancelin played eight, two points. I don't care, I don't know. Didston played nine, four points. Then Nestlin played ten on ten points, they're the only ones I didn't name before. I haven't seen Lancelin or Bidston this year, so or Nestlin, they're the only three teams out there in plan, but Nestlin have picked up, haven't they? I think they're going to be alright. Yeah, Nestlin will be safe. he has got a few injury problems at the moment. But Still on the chest, yeah? Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, and that can, that can make anyone season. So will Lancelin, by the way, won't he? Yeah, but... Didn't he get a walk over the last round? Yeah, I think he did, yeah. See, I, I'll be honest with you, I, did, I just thought the biddy, the way they were going, I thought, how long can they keep going like that? Before they have to pack, because you know? mm-hmm. that happens, don't they? They've got players now. Yeah, I know, but they picked up again now, they picked up now. So. They beat Lancelin, didn't they, which is massive. I don't think anyone will go down. No, they won't. They put the only if they want to. You might just bump a few up and yeah. have a bigger league. Division 1, Luke's played 9, 24 
points. There's only one winner there for me. Bushell played eight, 18 points. Shafts played 10, 16 points. Brombra played eight, 15 points. Upton played eight, 12 points. Neston played eight, 10 points. Rock, eh, rock, eh. Luke's. Luke's, Luke's Bushels first second. Yeah, I agree. Oh yeah. yeah. Bushels a strong team, like. They've got, they got a few goals for us as well on the top end of the, of the side. Yeah. Do you know what? I can't disagree with that. I didn't even throw anyone out for the Prem, did I? But I'm going with Rock Ferry. I'm going to say Rock Ferry going to get over the line for the Aye. first time, yeah. But what I've, what I've seen the weekend, the dock. I'm going to go for Rock Ferry getting over the line. What I will say about the dock is, though, after Christmas. It's a regular thing. They've got big, they've got other big games though. The dock haven't they? They've got the camp, the Camfield and the National, which is yeah. going to be massive. Depends how far they go in that. Uh, but you know what? That, that can also be a hangover. Yeah, it can. If, yeah. You, if you get knocked when you get knocked out of Nash, it can be a horrible hangover. Well, as as Mick just said there, just when you think teams like the dock are gonna do bad, they turn the pound together, don't they? And just go like ten games unbeaten. Yeah. New management as well. So yellow Joe wasn't happy with the performance though on him. On Sunday. But, right, Division 2. Rock Point played 9-1-9-27 points. Willie FC played 9-1-7, drew 2, 23 points. Haven't played each other. JPL Jets played 8-20 points. Don't think Jets have played Rock Point of Drew with the Willie. New Ferry played 8-19 points. Rest of them Eastern played 11-15, so good to now. Top four. Just down two minutes, really. Yeah. Jets, Jets, new ferry, isn't it? They are, but. Nah. Do you know what? I just can't see it because they're strong, them two. They are strong. I've seen rock points, I've seen the, the Welly, and I've seen JPL's. What I'm going to say now is who you pick now is going to get a reaction. <laughs> And I live by him as well. <laughs> I see him most days. I'm not just him. You get it, there's, there's people from, well, it's by the way, I'm saying fucking rock point, cash point, that's how they're still down in the league. Yeah. It's now some Ukrainian fucking oil money to try and compete with Abramovich. Wow. All sense. day the Chelsea then of this league. Before you say it, let me say it because I don't want to look like I'm copying you. Have you got well, I've, I've agreed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can copy me. I had a good think about this one, and I just think where they are, obviously the top, I'm going to go for Rockland with Welly second, but it's going to be close to that. You know, it's going to go down to when they play each other. If the Welly can get. You know, obviously it goes down saying that he can get two results against them. But I'm, I'm going to pick Rock Point with Welly second. That's my pick. Based on, I think they've got easier fixtures. I don't know, you know. Um, um, cash Point haven't played the well. If I go against Cash Point, there'll be people who don't like them. Yeah, you've got to go against them. <laughs> yeah. You go for someone like Silver. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I do. I generally believe if they can get Ben Dustin Kelly and Willow back. I think they'll win. If they don't come back, I think that's they'll win away with it. But I think that's the big thing. If, if um, and the they've got obviously they've got good players in guards that have both been there and done it. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's going to be an interesting running, and I hope 
to be able to go to the game between them. Yeah, but look at cover on that. If they, oh, definitely. But you know, if they get if, if Rock Point's got a few injuries, can he just go out and buy someone? Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a big plus in it, you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's gone up, hasn't it? Take your pick on players. Another two ballers signed this week. Who? Another two ballers. For who? For cash point? I think. Or okay, KR. Uh, no, we need, to, we need to have a name for them now, don't we? Keep them a cash point for now. Yeah. So we can. That's too hard. That, that, you had to rename yourselves, come on. Call yourself Couriers and Transport or KRCT. Doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? Sells cash. It sounds like a bank, doesn't it? KRCT. It does actually, banking. yeah. KRCT. KRCT banking. Fair <laughs> division game. Fair division. AFC Park North at the top played 10, 27 points. Whitby played 9, 21 points. Barkers played 11, 20. North Whittle and Teamer both played 8 on 16 points. That's a mad league. Old Park's played 10, 16 points. Park North would take that, I think. I'm going to go Whippy. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to go Whippy. That's a, based on purely, that's the only team I've seen. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. I, know. I haven't seen anyone else. I know a few lads who play for Park North, so that's why I haven't really got them. Park Gates and Germain played 6, 4 points. Got loads of games in hand. Yeah, we've got alright. Games in hand if you get it. Alright. Mad the way I win at the weekend and they win. It is. <laughs> it is like. Yeah. So what do we do moving forward? We've got the top goal scorer. What can we do to improve? Do you want know it? Yeah. Well, that's not down to us really. I think if people want suggestions. Yeah, they can. Yeah, throw it out there on the group. Yeah, just say look, we think you could do this, or providing there's enough time to do it, and you know, I can fit it in, or we, you, you guys can fit it in, then we'll have a go. Right, Rumorgate. We got anything? Um, you know. I had a rumour, but it's already been confirmed what happened after the game, the weekend. Invading changing rooms and that. Yeah, don't, don't want to talk about that, to be honest. <laughs> just downgrades. It's the first I've heard about it, so I don't we're know. Not, we're not going to cover that. I've never seen it again. Uh, I know, one day that's why it was rumour, but it got confirmed on Twitter, didn't it, when they were all pissed up. I think, I think rumour Gates will return in full force after Christmas. Definitely. There's people putting up about people playing ineligible players in the second division. Seen that, yeah. You know, and I've got not a rumour, it's not a rumour, but it's a gripe. Gripe? A gripe. Major gripe. So F Prenton FC put up no shame in defeat today. After more than matching the best side we've played so far. Well, he dominated first half and second half was all us. Difference is, they took the chances. Fair play from Prenton. Man sent, sent in to me. Apparently, well, best team Prenton have played 2 0. We put 13 past them in two games. Just seeing if you could put that out there. I know, but I disagree with that because you. You don't know whether you've been full strength or... No, no, I'm just... I'm I, I, think, I, I think, you know, they take stuff to heart, them lads. Them cash point lads. Yeah. They do. So, Rock Point have put 13 past Pletton. In two games. Yeah, but, but, but what I will say is, the Pletton have got... I've, they they played was, them twice early doors. I believe doors. he was struggling earlier on the Pletton as well. So, I'm, like, I'm not... I don't know because I wasn't there, so I'm not saying 100% I know that for a fact, but now they've got a few more players. 
they've picked up now the plant so they're the tougher teams to play against now. I don't think you know that's no, opinions, isn't it? I just you know, I got I got asked if, if it could be mentioned, so it got mentioned. Yeah. Got one more. I've got a question. I've got a question for the footballing world. Right. Is there a player who has won the Birkenhead Prem with three different teams? Three different teams. Three different teams. Now, I haven't got my book with me to look, so I will look into it if it's possible. It's gotta be Ashley. I don't know, back in the day. I reckon I know one. Back in the day, Pilot. Yeah. Queens. I reckon. I, I'm gonna put it out there, Macha. Macha played for the Doch? Yeah. And the did he win it with the Pilots, Queens though? Queens and Doch? I think he did win it with the, with the Did he win it with the Queens? They were a good side, but anyway, he was dead. Um, I'm, I don't know that for a fact, but I, if I'm going to say it, them pilot lads, when they all split up, I think it could be them. Yeah, but I didn't think about it because I forgot about the pilots. Because I just thought Queens and Doc. I thought that was easy, I just asked the question, so I'm going to put it out there. Like. Right, the reason I'm asking is a friend of ours has messaged saying, will I be the only person right. to win it with three different teams? Friend of ours, no names mentioned. Yeah, but how many games did he play? Did he get a medal with one of them? Do you know who he's talking about? Oh, I was guessing. Yeah, but I'd tell, I'd tell, I'd um, tell you his name, but... We can't mention his name, on Mick said he'd leave the podcast if his name's ever mentioned. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's won the plan. He won, it with, he won it with the Doc and he won it with the Queens. And now he's at what? Now he's at the Rock, and he's already asking questions. Ah, right, okay. I see what you're saying. I'm African. <laughs> I've only got the leagues from '96, so it'd be before that, wouldn't it? <clears throat> no one's done it since 1996. No one. Why? When was that sign of pilot one? It? it was before that. I've only got down here from '96. Obviously, my first page has been ripped out. So from 96 it was Queens, Woodchurch, Queens, Archers, Queens, Queens, Doc, 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 Queens, Woodchurch, and then just Queens and Doc. Might be the only person then. There's got to be someone else, surely. We'll have to find out, won't we? Be early, be an old one. We'll be worth be finding out just before... Because basically he's saying that to Dundee like Rock Ferry, wouldn't he? Anyway, Ben, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on, Ben. Yeah, well, thanks for having us. Keep up the good work, mate. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, Happy Christmas to everyone who listens. Yeah, all the best. Have a, have a great Christmas and hope all your... Uh, Good New Year. All your uh, dreams come true, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I, I just hope that everyone is playing football on that first weekend. I and can't that, that fucking dick doesn't put us into a lockdown. Yeah. It's coming. Be a shame, won't it? Yeah. Cheshire weekend as well.